Hello, this is another episode of Mornings with Marla, and this is very impromptu little convo we want to have on the podcast, which is epic, because I'm like planning a fucking week early, and here we are, and I'm with my best friend, like soul friend, and we've done another podcast together, but um, like quick introduction is we met at my dad's restaurant bar. He was working there and we were just like instant, just like, you want to sleep over? Yeah. Okay. Let's be best friends. <laughs> and it just makes me so happy to have soul friends in my life that like I just FaceTime and like, hey, let's pop on a fucking podcast and record it and let's talk about some shit. So I'm going to try and get really deep in this one, but we'll see how um, open <laughs> It all goes. Um, I don't know if you want to introduce yourself. Tell me a little bit about your life and what's going on. I know you just moved to do a new place, got a new dog. Some shit's been going down in your life and trauma. And if I can say, like, this man texted me, like, damn, someone just died in my family. And have you ever been through trauma and I, like this? And I was like, yes, hold space for yourself. Have compassion for yourself. Like, yeah, well, that was the first time that I ever, yeah. that was the first like close family relative that I ever had pass. Yeah. By the way, I'm Lee. I'm Lee. <laughs> I don't know if you want me to say your name. No, I wouldn't. It's okay. Let's go, Lee. Wait, did I have to sign a waiver before this? Or maybe, what's going on? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have read all the prompts too before there was this prompt really, too. I sent you a thing with like eight font. You didn't read that? <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, uh, yeah. I'm Lee. Thanks for having me again. Yay! I'm so excited. I've had um, you introduce me to your friend Raya, who was also on the podcast. She was just fucking amazing. But I miss you, and like, I'm really happy we're here again together. I miss you too. Congratulations on your engagement. The little rock, and soon to be. <laughs> I know it's beautiful. I'm like, you're going to be the, f- well, I don't know if I am sending up in it, but regardless oh. of any way that I'm involved, like you'll be the first, like, I know. Like, did you like how I alluded to that? Yeah. No, no, he you'll goes- be the first friend, close friend. Wait, you texted cl- me like, my first wait, close friend. this is the, this is the first wedding I'll, even, I'll ever you- stand up in. I'm standing up though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can I wear a dress? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I did not say that. You did. I mean, I would, but I did say that. Did I? Yes. As long as it's form fitting. I'll find you the most magnificent dress. Don't you worry, boo boo. Fantastic. Anyways, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for having me. What are we yeah. doing? What are we talking about? We're today? talking about um, dating culture. And Fantastic. In- in <laughs> in celebration of Pride Month, and I'm gonna get some rainbow laces for my roller skates. You know what's so cool is like at work because I work for Aurora. Mm-hmm. They actually have um, so they're really big on diversity and acceptance. And what's really cool is on their apparel website because you know me and my clothes. They actually have a Love Wins um, Aurora shirt, and it's all rainbow. And I got the entire team T-shirts because I asked if anyone would want one, and they all were like, "Hell yeah!" That's so I thought that was epic. really cool. And you're like three hundred dollar Goodwill purchase recently. You have a whole new wardrobe right now. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> 
the whole new wardrobe thing is my jam. So I get a whole new wardrobe. Yeah. A whole new place to live. (laughs) All these gadgets and gizmos and plenty. All right. I just moved into this place and I need toilet paper. Oh man. So that's the, that's the thing like moving in. So like moving into this, cause I was living with my parents prior. Right. And it was really great. I think that really like solidified our relationship, but I mean, that's a completely different story, but I always felt a little bit restricted from dating mm-hmm. in a sense, because I was living with my parents. I didn't really have yeah. a place to come back to like, and I'm one of those people that if I vibe on a first date, if I really am into you, like I want to keep hanging out, like I'll find mm-hmm. a way to try to make it happen Yeah, because I hate the game after. And I call it a game because it is like after the it first date, it's like, how much is too much? Like I literally got off Tinder, not got off, but I was messaging this guy on Tinder. And this is about the 10th time that I deleted Tinder and redownloaded it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, Hey, let's FaceTime. Like, let's get to know one. And he goes, Oh, wow. You move fast. And I'm like, what is this really the age that we're living in? Where even a phone call or just a FaceTime it's is just too- considered too much. Yeah, it's interesting. And I'm really excited to have this conversation because like I'm in such a solid relationship right now and it just blossomed so organically and naturally. And I was on Tinder for a very little bit of time. And like, it was just such a weird mind fuck game of like validation. And You like, were on Tinder? Yeah. And um, I met one guy on Tinder once and he showed up at my house with flowers and I lived above my ex. So I was like, wait, how'd you know what door to knock on? What if you would have knocked on the wrong door with flowers? And like, I was like, it's just too much. Oh, like, is this the, is the up or down? Yeah. Yeah. Like he, I was just like, text me. Yeah. <laughs> text me when you're here. I'll just come out. Like, you don't need to like knock on my door with flowers on the floor. That's always the weirdest part. Like that's the weird, that's also the weird like when you meet at the place that you're supposed to be meeting or like, yeah, like who, Hey, I'm here. And then you like scope your surroundings quickly to make sure it's the same person. Yeah. And they look so different. I'll dip the minute I feel uncomfortable about (laughs) anything. Like I've done it before. I've done it before. Like (sighs) I can, I know in the first 10 seconds of being on a date and I say 10 seconds as a ballpark, but like, I'm pretty quick to, I just like feel the vibe. Like if I'm into yeah, it, I'll feel it you're really intuitive into it. Well, I felt the vibe with this guy, but then he like per usual. Oh, you did feel it. Well, we were out for a long time. We were out for like eight hours. We got kicked out of this bar because we were just chatting. Like, and it was really good. But just I knew my personality would have just stomped all the fuck over him. And he yeah. has a doormat, and I need a little challenge in my life. And then I need a little like, hey, I'm checking you in this. Um, so it was, I mean, he kept like, I was like, I'm moving back to California. I don't want anything serious, blah, blah, blah. He's like, why California? And I was like, well, a lot of fucking things, but it's beautiful. It's liberal, like way different atmosphere than here as much as I love here. And he just like wanted me to stay and like move to w- Watoma or something. Watoma. Yeah. That's and a, I was like, that's not where I'm That's not what's going to happen. Yeah. Is that how you really felt? <laughs> yeah. And he has a Pisces, um, super maybe. like, I don't know, emotional and watery. And I'm like triple fire signs. So I'm just like, I could like blast you out of the water right now. And I don't want to do that to you. <laughs> yeah. Anyone that knows you will know, will know the triple fire sign is accurate. I need, yeah. 
which I just recently found out. And I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. If you can't, can't take me in and appreciate me, just know I'm triple fire. So like, mm, I I could be there. The more, the more, you know, (laughs) but I wanted to talk about, um, your little, your little fun time today. And how that even like happens on dating sites? Because I are going I'm there. Not exp- I'm. I told you. I warned you before this, and I gave That's you the. Okay. I gave you the um, safe words. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what do you? Okay. What do you want to know? I want to know why and how and like just like is this a culture within the the dating app community? Actually, absolutely. I feel like just like with anything else dating apps can be very generalized quickly so like it's like it's kind of like how people are like oh millennials you know what i mean it's kind of the same yeah. with like oh dating apps like it really is what you yeah it is what you make it i mean it, in the same sense it's like it's that instant gratification of like getting that match mm-hmm. but then there's really no follow up on either end because it's like i'm already anticipating that they're not going to be as open and vulnerable because it's through tinder Mm-hmm. So then I'm already like jumping the gun to not open that line of communication. So it's it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Like I'm I'm complaining about it, but I'm actually doing it as well. Yeah. Like not engaging. So um, but that's Tinder. So yeah, like today was Grinder. I <laughs> Grinder is a gay dating app. It's it's pretty really predominantly for people to like hook up. I have heard some really beautiful stories of people like. And that's when it happens and you're not looking, you meet that person. So like mm. they'll go on to grinder to like, you know, and then they'll meet that person. But um, no, I don't really have any intention being on there, but like, yeah, it happens. I met someone and we just hooked up. But like, I've told you, I said, I don't like, I don't have sex. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't hook up to have sex. It's something that that's, that's, I don't go all the way there, but yeah, I like do a like sacred thing for you yeah i mean i have to be emotionally connected to you in order to like give you everything in that sense and because that's something that like two people come together and make some like just enjoy each other really beautiful yeah. but i do i'm able to put that boundary up if i just want like a quick quick dick suck <laughs> i mean you said it it's just amazing to me that you can just be like okay i'm interested in well, some like, it's, validation it's... or attraction and then i get him go on this app and be like hey meet me here and well, so that's like, yeah that that could be a sense like some people do that i did not do it for validation or anything like i just did it okay. for fun and i know what you yeah, meant yeah yeah but it is true like you can literally order up a human to your door quicker than you would a pizza nowadays isn't that Jesus ridiculous fuck. yes i know it's yeah. really it's interesting <laughs> but like i feel like so for me it's like when i was single and like sleeping around it just isn't fulfilling but if you're, I feel like if you're looking for fulfillment and looking for a relationship, it's a different thing and you have different expectations. And if you're just like going in to like, look for some fun real quick, you know, it's oh, like, absolutely. well, it's like all about your intention, heart, right? Yeah. It like, do you feel like your heart ever hurts a little bit or like you feel, um, like I think it, after it, I think it did when it goes back to like what your intention is being on there. And it, it did hurt when I was. I knew that I was doing it to cope with depression of losing my ex or mm-hmm. trying to forget it. And then after the fact, I would only think about them more. So yes, it did. But if you're in a place where like, and I've been single for almost two years now, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just in a place where I'm really just like, 
I'm open to anything that comes, but I'm also like, I'm able to just like leave it where it is. Cause I don't want to have expectations because it sets mm-hmm. myself up for disappointment. Yep. Yep. That's I my don't fucking have... quote. I love it. Yeah. Like why put yourself in a situation where you could end up getting hurt? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, um, my grandma, I, I think it was my grandma. Someone told me this quote once and they said, once you start understanding your own worth, you'll stop giving other people discounts. Uh, and I was like, Ooh, that makes a lot of sense. Cause, um, yeah, I don't know, but, and this, and it, it goes back to, uh, that other guy that I was seeing uh, very recently. And he, and like you said, he was moving back to New York and, um, I, we were like gonna like mess around and I stopped him. Cause this was like our sixth time seeing each other. And mm-hmm. I stopped him. And I said, wait, 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 like what, what is happening here? Like, I don't need a title. I don't need to like, I just need to know like what page we're on or like what we're moving towards, if anything. And I was at peace with either answer, but it was like a quick moment for me that I realized like, Oh wow, I do respect myself because I want to make sure that I'm not putting myself in a situation where I could get hurt. I want to clarify. Yeah. I have a friend right now who's like single for the first time in a long, long time. And like, she keeps just telling me, I know something will fall into place, but I need to love myself first. I need to love being with myself first before I go into that relationship because I feel like a lot of people are like serial daters and they like don't feel comfortable just in their own skin and being with themselves. And so she's just like taking this pause to be single. And it's like really powerful to witness. That is, you you need need to, you become a serial dater when you're, when you're constantly trying to figure out who you are through other people or like interactions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you wonder why things don't fit or like don't yeah. last. Or you just like force a relationship to be in place. Like, because I'm so blessed with such an epic relationship right now and not to say like, it's all like butterflies, rainbow and glitter all the time. Like we have our problems and we communicate about Absolutely. that. But in the very beginning of our relationship, we like laid it all on the fucking table. Like, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I want in a partnership. This is like what I want my life to look like. And we appreciated, appreciated each other for that without like wanting to change each other. Well, it's, like- it's respecting each other. Cause it's yeah. like, you're letting, you're letting each other know where you're at so that the other person can meet you in the middle or meet mm-hmm. you on your same page. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you make compromises for one another, obviously, but you never ask the other person to change, which is a huge thing because I feel like people get in relationships and they're like, I don't like this about you, change it. And they don't like the person they are when they change that well, part of them. And, and it's like, even, even not even that directly, like when I was my first love, um, I was doing, I was wanting things to change or I was like trying to change things subconsciously. Uh-huh. Like I didn't even notice I was doing it until like later in the year, like years later. And I look back, I'm like, Oh my God. Wow. Out of my own insecurities, I was mm-hmm. like literally being so passive about these little like nudges to change something mm-hmm. or like give me something. And I'm like, wow, there were so many misplaced intentions mm-hmm. that I thought would solidify a relationship when really like what was missing was just the foundation in general, which ultimately came full circle. But I mean, it was the biggest growth as well. Yeah. And I like that you said too, like, I love that. I just want to touch too. Like, I like that you keep acknowledging your healthy relationship because I think a lot of the times, um, not a lot of the times, but I think it's important for people to express their gratitude and acknowledgement of what they have and what they're blessed with, because it, it reminds other people to be, grateful as well for those things too. Like 
I don't think anyone should ever hold back showing joy about the things that they have in life. Yeah. Because if you're not doing that, then you're waiting for the other shoe to drop and that's I, not healthy. Yeah. I appreciate that. Cause like sometimes you're just like, Oh man, should I talk about this too much? Cause I'm like really fucking happy and with what I have. Wait, but are we like, still talking about it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're um, but I don't know. It's just, I don't. So like when I look at other people's relationships or like look at my past relationships, I'm just like, God damn, that was stupid. Or like, what are you fucking doing trying to get this person to like you when they should show up equally as much as you show up? And it's just like this. I don't I don't know if you've ever had like a relationship where you feel like you're giving so much and they're not reciprocating, but you you want to give more because they're not reciprocating. And I feel like it kind of backfires a little. Absolutely. But- it's almost like I've I've been in a situation where I I want I want the reciprocation, but I don't know what I'm asking for. Mm. So like I'll be needing something from the partner, but I don't know either a how to communicate it or how to like receive it or there's always something that like and this was in my past but I'm just saying like you really need to when you're asking your partner to give you something mm-hmm. in an effort to balance your relationship you really need to make sure what you're asking is communicated clearly mm-hmm. is laid out there in a safe space because you don't want to come at an angle where it's like you don't understand like intention behind it. I, I guess intention is the word of the night, but also too, you want to make sure that it's like what you really need or what you really want, because I am an emotional reactor. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when I'm triggered, like I will just emotionally react and I have mm-hmm. to like remind myself to take a step back. And typically when I do take a step back, I will either like rephrase what I want to say, or I'll write it out first and then erase it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I think like a big part of relationships in any form, like friendships or whatever, is like, if someone triggers you to take a moment, like an hour or 24 hours or whatever you need to like really process and think about it before you text back or like respond back, because we all react. We all just like react Mm -hmm. all all of a sudden. Oh, I'm like going to react to this. And then you think about it a day later and you're like, God damn, I kind of regret that. and in relationships, I feel like if something's frustrating you, it's like, okay, just take a moment to fucking breathe about this and really think about what your response should and be. Keep it to your, and yeah. keep it to yourself yeah. too, because a ship with too many passengers sinks. Yeah. And I'm like, I used to, I used to always ask for like advice, which is fine. I mean, if you do it with your close circle, whatever, but yeah, make sure that you're not asking for validation on the things that you want to express mm-hmm. or say to someone or like... Mm-hmm. Like if you're realizing something about your heart, like if you're reaching out to gain insight on something that you said, or like you should say, then you're not really at peace with it yourself. So maybe mm-hmm. you need to like reevaluate yeah. what you're doing. It's in- that's interesting. You brought that up. Cause I like seek for validation so much through so many different things. And I'll tell all these different people about this situation I'm going through. I just want and your own. And then the original thing that you had, Mm-hmm. Sorry to interrupt you, but like no, the original thing that you had, and you're asking for advice. Once you get all the opinions back, it like the thing that you Changes. originally asked for loses kind of substance a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a really cool point of view of just like if you're going through something, like really internally contemplate before asking for external validation, or if you're asking for external validation, go in it a way about like 
hey friend can you hold space for me i'm like going through this thing and i just really want to talk it out you know like i love that you said hold space for me that's a cool yeah i like i just i feel like sometimes like i've talked to friends before where they just need to vent and they're like hey i need to vent right now do you have space for that and i'm like yeah and then they vent to me and they're like figuring all these things out within their venting and they don't want a response from me. They just want me to listen mm-hmm. to make sure like when they come to their conclusions that it, it sounds like grounded in a way. Absolutely. And obviously when you have really good friends, you hold space for them no matter what and you love them no matter what and you like are going to be there for them no matter what decision they make. But Sometimes when well, they talk through it, you can like hear in their voice, like what actually makes sense. Yeah. Mo- so like modern dating has, I I completely agree. Like when I, even if I'm talking to my mom, anybody that's close, like if I respect you and I really want to like make sure that we're on the same page, I'll always say what you just said, set the conversation with intention. Like mm-hmm. I just need you to validate my feelings right now. Yep. Like I'm yep. not asking for a judgment, Yeah. but um, what I... Yeah. What I thought of too was modern. When you go, when you think of modern dating, mm-hmm. it's interesting because these platforms have given us such a direct way to communicate and meet people, mm-hmm. which is a really huge pro. Except at the same time, COVID. I think what's like COVID. Yeah. Like, or but even then, I, yeah. It's crazy. But like, what's miss. Have you ever thought about like why it never for me, I guess, because I'm I'm in the dating realm, something there was always like this middleman that was missing and I could never figure out why I couldn't connect, even though it was so easy to do so. Mm-hmm. It kind of was contradicting itself. And I realized that like because everything is so quick, like you can order a human to your door so quick, mm-hmm. it's what I'm trying to is it is it it's it's like two magnets that are going against each other. You know it's what like I mean? Losses, like yes, it's like, uh, yeah, like it's so accessible to meet all these people, but like we're becoming too accessible to the point where we don't even know how to like take a present moment to like get to know someone anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. do you feel like guilty within like participating in that then, or do you feel like you got you 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 like have needs and wanted them met, and then it just like you can do that. I don't feel like it's kind of both. I don't feel guilty, but I think it's important to not comment or like conform to like a, Oh, dating. You know what I mean? Like whatever works for you, do it. You know what I mean? Like I do it and I don't have any like connection to guilt or shame or like, I'm trying to fill a void. Like I'm just doing it. Cause like I'm bored <laughs> <laughs> and I'm open to receiving connection. But at the same time, like if you, just don't be a bullshitter is what I'm trying to say. If you're on the app to like really just F around, then just say that. Or if you're on the app to like really meet somebody, then acknowledge that too. But don't like turn around and completely, you you can't present dating one way and then go home and like manipulate it in your own mind to make you feel Mm. the other way. You know what I'm saying? Just make sure that you're backed up with your intentions. Yeah. 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 Ding, ding, ding. Eight times of intentions. (laughs) I love intentions. Clap that clap. Um, clap. I like, I don't, I, yeah, I feel like the communication aspect and like the open honesty and vulnerability around it is so important. And that's what it's lacking is like, like one of my friends is like seeing this guy and he'll be like, okay, cool. I'll see you Saturday. We're going to go to show. Yeah. And she'll like buy a ticket for him to go to the show. And then he just like doesn't text. But right there, but right call. there, she, 
she bought the ticket. Did he agree to go? Yeah. Like oh, okay. before okay. and then just fucking ghost. Yeah. Bye. I'm not into that. Yeah. It's just like, so, and then I feel like as a woman, especially like you see that and you're just like more intrigued to like win them over in a way. I, no, I can, I can see that. It depends on the woman though, too, because like if the woman is secure, then no, they wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. um, it's, it's more so like, just don't be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. It just like be blatant and honest about what you're looking for and what you want and how you feel. And like, and like people go into these relationships, not being authentically themselves. They try and like skew their personality to compliment the other person. And I feel like it just fails. Yeah. It's interesting because like old dating and what I mean by old dating, I can't believe I'm even saying it's old now, but like Are going to get ageist, like... Am I an ageist? I am. No, I just got called an ageist by one of my clients and I was I'm a like, floater. even fucking mean. I love all ages. My soul doesn't have an age. <laughs> um, if it did, it was pretty old. Yeah, exactly. What was, I, long... what was I talking I... about earlier? Um, when you're dating, right? If you have intention and communication, you don't all the keywords around. <laughs> I don't even remember now. Fuck, it was gonna be good. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. It's okay. No, it's, I've been talking a lot. It's fine. <laughs> I love when you talk a lot. Um, yes. No. So okay. So Tinder. When I was on it, do you remember when I first downloaded it and we were in bed together at my aunt's house? Oh yeah. Wait, no, that was my Tinder. No, we you helped me get mine together. I did I swipe left or right. Yeah. And I just felt like okay, such I, a do bitch. Remember, but I, I was it... like, could you do videos or like interviews or no, something? No, we were laughing so hard. It is fun. Laughing because... so hard. Do you know what though? I did read though on Tinder, like they do like a lot of dating apps do this actually. They will place like fake people in your area to like make you keep swiping it's it's oh absolutely you look shocked right now i am shocked Everyone knows what do you mean no one knows that i can't see your face they just like how your phone like do you ever have that syndrome where you feel like your phone goes off and it doesn't but like you check it because you yeah, feel like yeah, you yeah, heard yeah, it yeah it's just like it's like that with dating apps so like they want you to keep coming back to the app to check it so they will like send you a notification and when you check it it's just a notification that someone liked you but there's no one there or weird and it's all manipulated to make you just come like keep going it's like back. an addictive thing and that's why i like had such a hard time with it because i was like i feel really shallow and like what if these guys that i'm swiping whatever direction on like get no swipes of the good direction and they like have no one interested in them and then it just like bruises their fucking whole ego yes. of like are you attractive yeah. or not so you're basically basing people on their attractiveness and when i meet someone well, I have, I, have this, a, I, I agree. Like the in-person vibes is so much more important. It's different. But like I, I will say, and I'm not being shallow when I say this, I do not really have guilt about that. Okay. Like I have met people where like I wasn't attracted to them at first. And I kind of like after a while I said, Oh, you're kind of cute. Mm -hmm. But I I don't really have a lot of guilt about that. I don't think I'm being shallow. I just I I've, okay, I will say this. I've been more open to different types of men mm -hmm. than I have been in the past because usually my old past self was like frat boy, 
backwards baseball cap, like just the bro. Yeah, yeah. And I've been open to so many more things. And I think COVID actually opened me up to a lot of just why not? Mm-hmm. What if, you know what I mean? Um, but I, just, well, I forgot my chance. I again. feel like that is the hardest part is because I don't know. For me, it's like the, but you, when I when I meet someone, you do it on a daily basis, don't you? What do you? Mean? I'm interrupting you again. I don't. Know. Is it? That's okay. Well, no. What well, do you just mean? like you said, we judge people. We just like we judge people off like a swipe, right? Like an instant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do that on a daily by going to the grocery store. That's so true. But I've been like trying to change my. Um, well, you're engaged now. <laughs> well, that yeah, I can't. I, like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you're yeah. interested. Uh-huh. Okay, got a rock on my finger. Yep. Right. Okay, this is fun. Uh, Bye. <laughs> but no, I like I try and when I walk through somewhere and if I if I look at someone and say, God damn, they're those pants are not for them or like something like that. I like try and change my mindset and I'm trying to change with that muscle to like be like, oh no, they're like beautiful in this aspect. So I'm really trying to find the beauty in every single person. And that's that I hard encounter. to do. It's really hard, well, but you can train your mind to do it. And I feel like it helps so much with my own Aber, body awareness as well as just like you, genuine love for people. Well, not only are you like creating space for other people to like be judged like not past judgment, but you're also creating free space in your own heart too yeah. when you're yeah. allowing that to flow. Abraham Lincoln natural, said it's a natural fucking thing for your mind to just be like judge, 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 judge. Absolutely. But like you never know what's going on. And I would never want someone to look at me and do that. So like why would I do that? Well, that's a whole other topic though. I mean like yeah, yeah like don't judge a book by its cover. But yeah. Abraham Lincoln said, I do not like his I'm not kidding his quote says I do not like that man. I must get to know him better. Exactly. Because it's a fucking mirror. It's a mirror of what you are perceiving in someone else that you need to perceive within yourself and love more. And like, I like them, like the more I get to know someone like that, the more I think they're fucking gorgeous. And then I see them on like a social media post and I'm like, that doesn't even look like them. Like I just see someone. Yeah. Well, biggest turn off is like when you tell someone that they're gorgeous and like you recognize their awesomeness yeah. and then they like are totally in denial about it themselves. I'm like, ah, like it's hard I don't to have take time to try to, though. I, well, I know, but like at the same time, I've already been through that walk and I'm not being insensitive, but mm-hmm. like in, in a terms of like dating, I would want them to be in the same emotional Yep, yep. I, d- so I do not have place in my life right now to convince yourself or you that you yeah. are a great person. A hundred percent. And like, you can't, you can't take on someone. This is also what I was telling my friend is like, you're a people pleaser. You want to heal people. I do too. But yeah. you can't take on every single person because people well, can only heal themselves. Period. And we can't. Absolutely. That's what I was. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's not even that I don't want to even take it or like, I don't have to, I, I can't do it. Yeah. And like, and it drains your energy. And like you, you, need you need to do it. Yeah. You need to set more boundaries and like, you can take someone under your wing and be like, Hey, look at my life. This is, this is a good path. This is a good way. But if they're like, like leaning on you so much, you can't even hold them up. Then it's just like, okay, well, you clearly no, don't see I, it. You're just a fucking vampire. Someone... <laughs> I look like a vampire right now. No, someone should I have a couple of quotes that I live by, not live by, it's like I wake up and I recite them. Yeah. So one of them is the discount one. So when you understand your own worth, you're stopping people discounts. The other one is 
Wait, say that I again. Never want so you some, can actually hear it. When you understand your own worth, you'll stop mm-hmm. giving others discounts. Okay. The second one is um, there's too many ordinary things in life. Like I will not let love be one of them. So I'm cool, chilling until mm-hmm. that comes. Mm-hmm. The third one is, is um, I don't want anyone to ever define parts of my life. I just want them to compliment yep. parts of my life. Yeah. And then the last one is, I always say like, it kind of goes hand in hand. I, I really want to get to a place in my life and I feel like I'm, I'm very close or near or even in it in some ways that I've worked hard to make parts of myself shine bright with a good foundation. And I really want someone to come in and just illuminate that light mm-hmm. that I already have, not change the color, not try to, you know, I want mm-hmm. them just to be an addition to that. Yep. And and then I'll stop talking, but, um, like on Tinder, I I feel like that's something that I, I actually enjoy that. I enjoy kind of breaking that barrier of Mm. vulnerability and asking, and and if they can't answer like the, one of my favorite questions is what makes you charged about life? Mm. Like, I love asking that right out of the gate. Yeah. Cause if you reciprocate with something that's meaningful, then I know that you you're just able to be present with like and acknowledge like what really you love. But I've heard answers like, Oh, that's a hard question. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, it is a broad so question. The, it is a broad question, but even it's just an opener too. It, yeah. it, it can, it can bring up so many and other that's things. How you're like, I'm going to judge who you are yeah. on this. Cause you have, you are just such an open hearted human and like, so just vulnerable and like, yeah, I'm here. This is me. Like, this is who I am and I love it. And if you don't love it, fucking leave it. You know, like when we first met, it was just like heart open, like just spewing conversation in such a beautiful It way. was, but. And if someone doesn't match that, that with you, like it's not like if you're just like. But I, I actually leaned on you though a lot. Like, I don't think I've ever told you this, but I was still going and you might even sense this or known this, but I was going through such a transformative weird place and it wasn't Mm. necessarily bad nor great but it was just weird and Mm. I actually had a lot of like self-identity things that I was internalizing but Mm. I was looking to you for validation because I saw you living in your truth yeah and um it wasn't that I felt less than but I felt like it was inspiring to have a friend that was already ahead in some ways that I could like do and I think it's it depends on the person, but that's not something I'm going to share with you. That's something I'm just going to internalize and like, you know, really take it because if I, anyways, I just, I I never saw, like, I just like, was so inspired by you and like her days at Hattie Sherwood when you were reading like the fourth agreement, like, and I was bringing veggie sandwiches to the beach and we were just like reading and swimming and talking about life. Like I never thought more. You never did you had like you taught me so much through that too like it was it was very like reciprocal relationship it was you know we never we never communicated about that like what we brought each other it was just something always silent it was just there yeah i mean you i don't let people sleep in my fucking bed ever like that's my sacred space and the first night we met you slept in my bed (laughs) oh absolutely I don't either though. I've actually asked somebody to leave my apartment at 3 a.m. I just like, I just don't like it. I'm like, you can sleep on the couch, you can sleep in the guest bed. 
Yeah. There's my space. I'm gonna shut I the hate, door. I hate. I hate trying like, to like turn over on my side quietly. Like, oh. Yeah. Or like, yeah. I got, Matt was gone last night, and I like I woke up, and you should see my bed. I didn't even move. It was just like I plopped in the covers and then plopped out of them in the morning. Like, fuck, <laughs> fuck. I miss my little cuddle buddy. That's the only one I'll turn on and like. Mm-hmm. You know what I want hmm. in a relationship. Not that I want. Call it in, baby. Call it all in. Call it in. Call it hey, in. Hey, Suz- yeah. Suzanne, is this Excuse the late me. night? Universal God. I would love these qualities. Write them down. It's so powerful. I did that before I met Matt. My mom did that before she met her fiance. Dude, dry erase marker. Write them down. Dry erase marker right on no, your hand. No, can't erase it. It's got to but- be. Oh, yeah. I was just kidding. Um, <laughs> There was. A, the question that I love answering is um, I always initiate it because I want them to ask that. But I go like, what do you, what do you look for? Like not even look for, but what, what makes you feel most appreciated in a relationship? Mm-hmm. And I love this like, question because exa- kind of, yeah, that's a, a good way to put it. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, when they ask back, literally it's as simple as this. And you're going to think it's corny, but I love it. All right. I just want to go to the grocery store because we ran out of milk. Uh huh. But like, when we're getting milk together, it's the best fucking time because we're doing it. It's like the simplest thing as that, but you just feel like you're walking a strut because you're with your love. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've had that once. Once. And like, it was we we would like we were like ran in the rain and we didn't even care. Like we were just laugh. Like that's the kind of love where you know it's real. It's like we're. Everything is joy and play. Yes, it's a memory. It's like, and obviously, like I just did an Instagram story about this. Like I was mowing the lawn topless, and I was like, everything's joy and play. Like this (laughs) is what my life is. I'm joying and playing and everything. Obviously, you have a zoo mowing your lawn topless. I mean, I love it. Life isn't all joy and play. Like it can't be. That's not how it goes. There's hard times. There's shit times. It's just hard. Life is fucking hard. But when you can do and integrate these like playful things into your life like it just it outweighs the bad and it's just so good and just like laughing just things and just being silly like wear this yeah. silly outfit or this stupid hat like just fucking yeah. giddy with it and it just I think that's how life should be led it's short and why I get frustrated and angry about so many dumb little things just play around Easier said than I need to it's tattoo that. You know, it's like COVID, that. where COVID could actually restrict a lot of people from not knowing how to communicate more, like all that. It's actually done the opposite for me. Like I was at the bar, the, and I think I told you this already. I was at the bar the other day and like just giving that guy my number and being up front and being saying like, hey, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> so I was at... All the gays are out in Green Lake because all the gays. Everyone's baby. coming out for yeah. You're just like already I mean, all right, like five, five of them. <laughs> yeah, five of them. One's questionable. No, um, but yeah. So I walked into this restaurant with my parents, and we were getting dinner. And I saw it clearly. I was like, okay, I, I get the crowd right there in that corner. I got it. And um, they knew the bartender, and he was really cute. And I just assumed, which was was not correct. But just from his mannerisms and stuff, I was like, oh, he might be. Like, I have a thing. So 
I am someone who, if someone were to come up to me and be like, here's my number, what I think that's hot. I think that is attractive. I think that's something that is, could be based as chivalry now because no one does that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't know if chivalry was the right word, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, so I just gave him my number and I was, I was off base. He was straight. I did it for my parents, which was even better. But I think that was just a testament to like, we need to, not we, but I know that it's important for myself to not, like I am my own limit and I need to be limitless. And one yeah. of that is just like connection with people, like stop limiting yourself to just receiving that's others. The thing is like, I, like you push your own boundaries and surprise yourself and have no expectations about the outcome, but you're just like, cool, I'm going to fucking do this thing. And like, I don't expect anything out of it. And if you don't take risks like that in your life, nothing is going to fucking happen. You're going to be stagnant. You have to take risks, like big fucking risk and like leave well, all that fear abs- and like go for it. Life is always growing. And like, I feel like old souls are people who are woken um, to understanding that, I mean, you can look at your life and be like, you can break it down in chapters, right? Like, yeah. oh, this phase, this phase, this. Yeah. But that's also in dating too. Like dating and relationships are hard work because if you're committed to someone, you have to acknowledge that you're going to do those same stages in your own personal life. But like, you need to be able to, again, go back to those, communicate to the other person, how to get mm. them to the same page or bring them with or like and yeah so many people are just so confined to like where they're at in the moment of how they're feeling which is why no one can get past a hey man what's up on tinder yeah it's like literally you have to hold hands and walk the stairs together and like someone might be further than the other one but like you still kind of like go at your own pace and appreciate each other's pace and have no judgment for someone who's a little bit lower on the stairs than you are. Like that's just how life works. And some relationships work like that. Like you can clearly tell someone it has the upper, like, and they're okay. Like that's the dynamic that works. Find what works for you. Be true to yourself, respect yourself and just find the person that can compliment that. Yeah. I can't tell you the right way to do anything. I love the way that you have just been like, okay, I've been single for two years because I haven't found the one that made me on fire as much as the last one. And like, you are just so patient about it and not needy in a like needy relationship kind of thing. And I think that's when someone like stumbles into your life is when you're just like, I'm focusing on myself. I love myself. I'm going to grow myself. I'm going to like open so much space for my own being. And then all of a sudden someone stumbles in who like compliments that so well and only wants wants to like lug you up the stairs and you want to lug them up the stairs and it's just a beautiful fucking relationship and process and people just settle for anything because they're lonely and it's yeah. just like this loneliness is I, a human condition that we have to get over in a way it's true when you when you no, you're right when you say love yourself it's i've seen people that really take that too seriously where they're not open to like mm-hmm. because they're so laser tunnel focus on yeah. what makes them feel good some people so are like, relationship people, yes love period. like they just well, aren't well love love yourself but make sure that you're doing it in a way that is putting others first through mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. like you can love yourself by loving others does that make sense 
Yeah, I've met some like, people who really love themselves and there's no room for me. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. Like you're so yeah. in love with your goddamn self that you're just like, so ego driven that. Yeah. Or you've created this like image of what you think you need yes. or want. And I, no one can live up to that. No yeah, one's perfect. You create these images of yourself that aren't necessarily true yeah. to the outside world. And I'm granted, like you feel great within it, but it's like, Hey, ego check. Like, yeah. But What's our time at? um like 40 minutes so okay perfect because i have a question for you too yes okay (laughs) so because it's pride month Uh i want to talk about stigmas and i want to know a i think i'm like your first gay close friend right probably yeah like consider what we are yet yeah yeah um and you went to pride with me Uh your first time Uh, you don't remember most of it but that's okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) um do you, what do you, I guess, what am I trying to ask? So I know what stigmas I come to mind when I first think of gay culture. Mm-hmm. And when I talk about stigmas, I mean like relationship. Do you have any stigmas that come to your mind first thought when you think of, you know, gay LGBTQ? Can you define stigma? <laughs> so what are the, so when I think of like when I was younger, gay culture meant hookup, mm-hmm. dre- like all these boxes that you think gay is. Yeah. And, um, did I have any like, f- like idea ideals around what gay meant? Not even, I'm not talking about the actual term gay. I'm talking about, okay, let me just take a step back in Schitt's Creek. Have you seen Schitt's Creek? A little bit of it. So Schitt's Creek does a perfect job of making a relationship mm-hmm. between Patrick and David. Mm-hmm. It was never something that was questioned. It was never something that someone like a character had to go through some turmoil to like come to terms with coming out. It was always just there. And the entire show embodied love around that. So it was mm-hmm. like, it was just normal. And that's the way it should be like yeah. relationships in any capacity gay, straight, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't even know where I'm going. Or like I think I know ask. what you're asking. If I had any like ideals around what gay love was like. Yeah. Like a good one is like any- my best friend who watches The Bachelor was like, they should have a gay bachelorette, but okay. you can't do that because they'll all sleep together then, the contestants. I'm like, that's a stigma. Like we don't do that. Yeah. I I honestly don't. I don't, I don't know. Like I am such like a, like my, I say my superpower is love. Cause I just believe in love. Like I don't care any dynamic within it. I'm just like happy yeah. with people who are deeply madly in love. It like makes me so fucking happy. And so I've never, let me, let me make that less personal. I, okay. Do you, do you think, just like we're talking about stigmas around dating apps and everything like that. Do you, do you think that dating apps are benefiting, I guess, our cultural move and the way that we interact? Or Um, do you think there needs to be, I'm asking, I I don't know what I'm asking anymore. (laughs) No, no, no. I feel both ways about it. I feel like it's taking away the personability of dating. But I also think it's benefiting a lot within people who aren't naturally social or who are introverted and want to stay at home. 
and don't want to go to like a bar or like a yoga class or whatever to meet people. So I but feel like how do you how do you get to meet people then? Exactly. Like, I mean, that's it. That's exactly like these dating apps are there for people to meet people if you're extremely. But I, I really, truly believe in the organic nature of meeting someone. And I know I've met a lot of people who meet on dating apps that are like madly in love and getting married. But I also know a lot of people who that were can, on dating apps and the second they deleted it, they organically met someone. So like so, you can meet someone that's so yes, if you both. meet someone on a dating app, but when you meet in person, make it organic. Like you have to have, yeah. that's just like, you're, you have to be in a place where yeah. you can like, I feel like the meet dating the other apps end. can just be like really f- like facade of just like, this is who I want to be. And like my last podcast was all about foundationally loving yourself who you, as who you are as a person and letting that like organic, authentic ability flow throughout because people love you for your authentic self not for like who you portray yourself to be. And I feel like dating apps can really skew who someone is as a person because they, they play this act. And, and I feel like it's like this social and media fa- fa- facade to like who you are. So, so people, that was <laughs> so dangerous. I, so you have I, to I'm going back to my first relationship. Like I was so good at creating an image of yeah. what I thought I wanted to be, or like exactly. I was. So mm-hmm. when we got into the relationship, fast forward four months, all of my insecurities start showing all yeah. of these true colors start showing. Yeah. I remember a specific moment where I was creating an argument out of literally yeah. nothing. Cause I yeah. wanted a reaction. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to test his love for me to the mm-hmm. point where I was willing to lose it to just see yeah. Why? I don't know. But what I did but, was no, I because... literally, I pushed him. Mm-hmm. He was trying to console me and I said, no, don't. And I pushed yeah. him. And the look that he gave me, Marla, yeah. was like, who yeah. are you? Like he yeah. was broken. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh my God, what did I just do? Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing is like when you find a partnership where you feel comfortable and grounded within that shit. Like you can communicate about it before it happens. Hey, I'm really feeling insecure. Hey, I really need some validation right now. Do you feel like that comes with age though? For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Like that's not ages. That's just like living your years and life to like. Stepping into more. Because like a lot of young relationships, like if, if you were to tell me that at 22, like no. we were having this conversation last night, I'd be like, what? Yeah, like, no. <laughs> you know, no. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's just, it's such a, like the more that's why, like, again, that's why I'm so excited to get, like, I'm so pro like getting older. Cause I feel so much better within like my security of oh, thirties like, are going to be prime though. For real. So excited. I'm coming out. Of I'm so excited too. So good. Yes. Um, But that's why I think in the beginning, especially in dating, it's like, you have to say, what are you looking for right now? Are you just looking for this casual hookup? Or are you actually looking? Wait, not right away though. I asked that immediately because when I I was dating, I was not looking for something serious. I was like, I'm not looking for something serious. I just want something casual. I'm just letting you know so that they don't come in expecting so I feel like when you just come out I feel like, right away, like, like this I, is what I need, it just like seems so much more you can open up as yourself. I found that that is really only a valid question if You've you know that. Like that times. Well, like even that, or it's like if 
a lot of the t- a lot of the time that's unspoken. Like a lot of the good relationships, like a lot of those conversations are like, what are we? What are we moving towards? Like yeah. those really aren't things that I feel like the successful relationships that I've had, yes, you need to like solidify your inner relationship and you don't want to see other people, but like to try to like analyze what we are, what we're doing, like that's not really natural either. Like you should just be. I'm saying like, if you're on Tinder. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going against what you're saying. Versus you're on Tinder because you want to fuck someone. Like, I feel like that's a communication level that is lacking. I'm just like, Hey, I'm really looking for a partnership right now. Like, what are you looking for? And they're like, Oh, I'm just looking to fuck. And you're like, okay, probably not a good match. So break my heart. Tinder. Cause I know you haven't been on there in a while. Like Tinder. I don't really. So actually what's interesting is like for straight people, straight people for women and men using Tinder to hook up or whatever. Like that's actually Tinder is used as like a hookup. Like Tinder is straight people's grinder. Yeah. But for gay people, it's more than that, which is interesting because it's the same platform, but it's completely different just yeah. based off of like your orientation. And you could, and like, for example, you, I feel like you're just like interested in meeting new humans. If it sticks, it sticks. That's cool. But you don't know who's on Grinder. that's like just looking for a hookup or just. Ew, there's legit no one around here. <laughs> Well, no. I've been grinding to find people on. No, I'm kidding. I don't. Really, I honestly like expand your horizons to like Madison, Milwaukee, Chicago. It's too far. I really don't really use Grinder at all. It, or just come here, boo boo. In Colorado, there's some really beautiful people. There. They're beautiful. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so beautiful. Oh, one more quote that my um, therapist said to me mm-hmm. years ago. She said to me, she said, um, I don't want to lose it. She goes, oh, sometimes you can love someone so much to the point that you forget that you're special too. And I was like, whoa, that was game changer because I was realizing like out of, which didn't make any sense to me. I was like, how can I love you this much, but also like feel so empty? Yeah. And that's but it was all me. It's just giving it was all me. And relationships are so interesting. Like they're just it's a lot. (laughs) The most generic sentence ever. Relationships are so interesting. I mean they are though. Human coming together with another whole human. You have different interests, you have different personalities, and you have to figure out how to fucking mesh that together and make it work. It's fucking hard. Or acknowledge that it's not gonna work and just nip it in the butt earlier. Like and people, people are just, everyone's so like, what if maybe I'll just yeah, but he does this long until once in a while, and like, and then the good outweighs the bad. And I can't anymore. I've no, all right. Are no, we done? just watch Dirty John on Netflix. <laughs> I'm gonna go, yeah. I feel like this needs to be a speed date. All right, did we? All right, are we, we good? Have a speed date really quick? Sure, let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> Hey, what's your name, baby? <laughs> um, it's Lee on the weekdays, but on the weekends it's Davis. Oh, Davis. <laughs> but it's Thursday, so call me Lee. Lee, okay. Lee Rickson. What are you into? What's your favorite thing? Wait, ever? how do you know my last name? I only okay. What? It's on your name tag, baby. <laughs> no, baby. I just have Lee on here, boo-boo. I got too much 
I don't know. I have this app and I kind of stalked all of my interviewees before you came in. Next. <laughs> that was a great speed date. I think we're getting married. Question. What's your favorite things about life? Okay. Since you my favorite things about life. You date. <laughs> you know what? I can't say that I'm in the right place. Not a really because, hard um, I thought. Yeah, when they call this the birds and the bees, I thought this was just the bees. So I'm really confused. <laughs> the bees and the flowers. And your dog. Wait, Bert's bees literally is a play on birds and bees. Bert's bees. I have some. Yo, I'm allergic to it. I was wondering really? why I was getting so many canker sores when I was using it. And I was because of the beeswax. Really? Yeah. Not about that lifestyle. It's just so good. It's Maybe like- I should keep using it. They don't have lip fillers. <laughs> What's your secret? Bert's bees. I asked you in the beginning of this conversation if you wanted to have like boob implants and some fillers put in, and you said maybe. So, absolutely. Why not? In my silky dress that I'm going to buy you for my wedding. Oh, yeah. Fucking weird. I hate saying it. I don't know why I hate talking about it. I feel like why ass bitch who's like, okay, this is a conversation for off your podcast. Okay, cool. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna wrap it the fuck up yeah um, thanks for coming so, to mornings with lee thanks for mornings and evenings with marla and lee check out i'm already exhausted good you, thing i don't have to work today can you plug yourself for the music because it's fucking amazing and i yeah, really oh, need um, you to come out with just like a solo piano vocal song of yourself because it's just like makes me cry insane thanks boo boo yeah check me out lee rickson and that's really it just search that and something will come up no underscores or anything yeah i did oh my god wait i have to tell you this quick thing before we go so like i have this monitoring company that like monitors my search results on google Mm -hmm. so like to make sure i don't have anything one of the things that they flagged was your picture of you pointing at the guy's butt at Pride. They're like, they're like <laughs> with the glitter? decent exposure. Yeah, with the, with the cup in the hand. Exposure was a fucking well, because, No, but you're pointing at the butt with the alcohol drink in your hand. And they were just like saying yeah, like, that could be considered. <laughs> yeah, the ones that matter will understand. Come on. I was just putting glitter in some poster child's asshole. Like, it's okay. <laughs> Come on. Was, okay. This was great. Yeah. Come on, guys. Okay. Come on. This Come is a little on. better. It's fine. Um, but Come on. Come on. this was epic. I love it. The improv. Yeah, it was great. I'm glad we had the improv too. I love you. Man, I love you. Go hang go hang out with Matt now. We'll catch I up will. later. Okay. I love you. And um right. end of the episode. I love you, too. you guys for all listening and, and hanging in there for <laughs> all of it. And it's been growing. It's been growing, dude. Like exponentially weird. Yes, you have it's almost a year, and I get like thirty. No, not weirdly at all. You're manifesting it. <laughs> Doing it all. Yeah, just don't do it. Have have fun tonight. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. But if you do, do it better. I will. I will. <laughs> love you. Love you. Okay, love goodbye. you. Goodbye. <laughs> love you. Bye. <laughs>